हरिओ आत्मसंभाविताब्धा धनमान मदान्विता यजंते नाम यज्ञस्ते दंभे नाविधिपूर्वक अहंकार बलम दर्पम कामं क्रोधं च संश्रिता मत्मपरदेशु प्रद्विशंतभ्यसूयका भगवान्स्क्राइब्स द नेचर ऑफ दिस असुरास and their tendencies and this is because of their ignorance about their own self and ignorance about the world and god give rise to faulty philosophy of life and their whole their expressions are very harsh and violent and filled with all negative tendencies like ahankar bal बलम दर्पम कामम क्रोधम सो दिस आसुरी वृत्ति वी हैव टू रेकग्नाइज एंड शुड बी एबल टू नेगेट डैम विद द हेल्प ऑफ द देवतास द देवतास फाइट द असुरास सो देवतास मीन्स द पॉजिटिव क्वालिटीज विथ दोज पॉजिटिव क्वालिटीज वी हैव टू फाइट द नेगेटिविटीज बाय इंक्रीजिंग strengthening the positive the negative can be eliminated but if one encourages this negative qualities then one goes into more and more uh, this samsara and uh, the journey uh, goes downwards so that is what bhagwan now tells us in the next verse 19th verse ki what happens to such asuras he says संसारेशु क्षिपाजश्रमशुभाशुरीशु आसुरीशु तानहत क्रूरा दिस क्रुएल पीपल दिस वेरी नेगेटिव आसुरी tendency those who have those such asuras aham dvishatah who hate me bhagwan says they hate me also and they hate all good uh, goodness also that is another tendency of this asuras they don't like good things they hate see this uh, all these three gunas also we had seen that tamogun doesn't like rajogun and satvagun and rajogun doesn't like tamogun and satvagun and satvagun also doesn't like tamogun and rajogun they they cannot tolerate each other but all three they are there as the satvagun rises the tamogun and uh, rajogun goes down but as the tamogun rises the other two gunas goes down so they they constantly fight with each other 
therefore we find in the puranas also stories of these devatas and asuras constantly fighting but uh, by strengthening these devatas by strengthening the good qualities we can negate these negative qualities but if this doesn't happen then what happens bhagwan says such asuras who hate me dislike me tan aham dvishatah kruran samsareshu naradhamam kshipami such naradhaman such lowest among worst among all men such people bhagwan says i throw them into this samsara again and again from human being they again fall back to other yonis also so kshipami yonishu in different yonis different life forms i throw them ajashram ashubhan forever for a long time they are thrown into different yonis which are ashubha which are impure and asurish asurishveshu or asurishu uh yonis which are demonic and which are impure like sometimes such beings they are then born in a lower type of life forms which survives uh, through cruelty and through all sorts of uh, himsak uh, tendencies so in those yonis a person find himself that is how the whole world functions according to our tendencies we get the life form so if one develops uh, negative tendencies then one will become wild animal also hmm? who who lives on all sorts of wild behavior it can be anything so bhagwan said kshipami aham uh, ajashram they fall down they are thrown into this lower uh, yonis even in this uh, life actually when we sh- whenever we show a negative tendency we fall down from our uh, our spiritual uh, growth then again we have to climb it's like a constant journey it's like when you have to climb the mountain if one wrong step and a person comes down unless he has tied down properly with rope and all to the to those rocks a person can come down much lower and then again have to climb so one has to tie down to the our teacher to god to the path of goodness then even if we fall we don't fall much then we can again rise up but if we don't rely on this goodness and rely only on the negative tendencies then such uh, beings are thrown bhagwan uses that word thrown again and again for a long time into lower yonis so one should be careful how one behaves in this world further bhagwan says asurim yonima pannaha मूढ़ा जन्मनी जन्मनी माम प्राप्यव कौंतेय तथो यांत्य धमांगतिम 
आसुरी योनिमापन्ना मूढ़ा जन्मनि जन्मनि हाँ हैविंग अटेन दिस लोअर टाइप ऑफ लाइफ फॉर्म आसुरीम योनिम आपन्ना हा मोढ़ा जन्मनी जन्मनी सच फूलिश बींग्स हैविंग अटेन द लोअर लाइफ फॉर्म देन एंड नॉट ओनली फॉर वर्ल्ड लाइफ फॉर्म फॉर मेनी मेनी लाइफ टाइम वन रिमेन्स इन दिस लोअर टाइप ऑफ योनिस सी ओनली एज अ ह्यूमन बींग वी हैव फॉर अ शॉर्ट टाइम कैपेसिटी to we have choice we can choose we can choose to go up go down the choice is there in a human birth only because of our intellect we are given some ability to choose our action that is there in a human birth itself therefore this all this teaching and all is only for human beings some people keep the dogs and all to for pravachan it might not help only for human beings the teachings are given nowhere bhagwan says you bring your dogs also cats also it is meant for human beings naraha manavaha because we have the capacity to choose see what type of thoughts will come in our mind depends on our samskar but once the thoughts come to encourage certain thoughts to discourage certain thoughts to suppress certain thoughts to support certain thoughts is our choice we can choose we can use our power of our intellect to do this it is up to us so if we take proper choices in life as a human being then we will be able to progress but if we fail to do that then we go into certain yonis certain life forms where there is no choice you don't you cannot choose it is just uh, then the prarabdha will play its complete role then whatever be the karmas accordingly the whole thing will function till that uh, being gets another human birth so it will go on bhagwan says janmani janmani for many many janmas the asuri people they are born in this lower life forms and mam aprapeva kaunteya and they don't attain me forget about even attaining god even walking this path becomes difficult for such uh, beings so mam aprapeva not having attained me he kaunteya tato yanti adhamangatim sometimes they go even lower they hit the rock bottom and after hitting that again they rise so this is how the the world functions actually it's a quite a it's, it's a strange thing it's like the when the rain falls sometimes the water falls on stone sometimes it falls in the in the river and directly reaches the ocean sometimes it falls directly in the ocean so if it falls in some place it might it journey might take a long time to reach the ocean similarly some uh, beings takes lot of time to reach their destination and some beings are given the choice to reach faster but if we don't make use of it then we delay our own journey so asurim yonimapanna 
having attained this lower type of life form, such foolish people for many many lifetimes not attaining me, they fall more and more into a lower type of uh, life forms. So, yanti adhamam gatim, adham gatim, adham means lower gati uh, they get. So, this is just a warning is given, just like we have those warning, uh, they have uh, near the electrical, electric pole and all this. Ne? Sometimes they make those thing figures also very deadly like a kobdi or do haddiyan banate hai. So that we know if you touch this, we will put your photograph there. <laughs> so that it becomes frightening like kobdi ko dekhke, nobody will go there to just touch and see. Ne? Similarly here also Bhagwan is giving us this picture that one should be careful because this choice is there and and there is, uh, I mean, everything is lost if we don't uh, make uh, proper use of our, uh, this birth, human birth. So after describing this Asuras and Asuri Sampatti in detail, here Bhagwan was totally in his form to describe this Asuras. And he had actually by his virtue of his birth and avatar and he had contact with lot of Asuras. In fact, right from his childhood, various asuras came to meet him. Putana and uh, Shakatasur and so many, Trunavarta, so many of them came to, so he had direct uh, experience of these asuras. And some of them were his relatives also. Like this uh, Dantavakra and Shishupal and all these to dislike him like anything and constantly uh, talk ill about Bhagwan, so he knew them firsthand. Otherwise, also he knows them. So, after describing this asuras in detail, sometimes when too much detail is given, we forget. Some people have the habit of telling in so much detail that then we don't understand kya exactly kya karna hai. Bhagwan knows. So he says that the whole description of this asuras, I can put it in three main negative qualities. And if you can avoid these three, you can avoid the asuras. So he has put all these negativities into three main negative qualities. In the next verse, this very important verse, where Bhagwan advises us what we have to do because the asuras are there within our heart also. So what we should do with them, Bhagavan tells us. Trividham naraka sedam Dwaram nashat Dwaram nashanam atmanaha Kamakrodhastatha lobhaha Tasmade tatrayam tejet Trividham naraka sedam Dwaram nashanam atmanaha Bhagavan says this there are three 
doors or three gateways to hell. Trividam narakasya idam dwaram. These are the three doors to hell. Not only they are three doors to hell, but they are nashanam atmanaha. They are three things which destroy our self. Destroy our self means the self is indestructible, but we lose ourselves, we fail to recognize ourselves. Instantly we go away from ourselves. The self is of the nature of pure existence, consciousness, bliss. Because of these qualities we experience uh, mortality, we experience confusion, we experience sorrow. It is like losing ourselves. I am of the nature of bliss and I experience sorrow, that means I have lost myself. I am of the nature of pure consciousness, but I am get totally confused. I lost myself. I am of the nature of pure existence, but I get fear of death. I become mortal. I have lost myself. So that is what Bhagwan says that uh, these three gateways to hell and these three are destroyers of your own self. Gateways to hell. Hell is... Uh, Sorrow, hell is pain, hell is trouble, hell is bondage. This is this is all hell. Naraka. Hmm. Naraka means hell means sorrow, pain. And when this three comes in our life, that very moment we start experiencing hell. And how much we enter these three, so much we enter into the hell. And when we come out of this, we come out of hell. And what are these three? Kamaha, Krodaha and Tatha Lobhaha. Three. Easy to remember also. Bhagwan doesn't say five also, then it will be too much to remember. Only three. Kam, Krodh and Lobha. And these three are such that in them contains all other negativities also. If we can conquer these three, all others also get destroyed. Kamaha, Krodhaha and Lobhaha. Kama means desires. Desires means want, craving. See, there are certain things which we need in, in life. When we follow the path of our uh, dharma, our, our duties and all, certain things we require. We require food, clothing, shelter for our body. We require our work. We require certain things that is fine. But apart from this, a person gets carried away by some craving, some intense uh, want. And this want is created by our fanciful imagination. Imagination about certain pleasures, Certain uh, objects creates intense uh, craving to possess those objects. That is called Kama. In, in the second chapter we have seen, Bhagwan tells us how this Kamna arises in our heart. Dhyayato vishayans pumsaha sangas teshu pajayate. Sangat sanjayate Kamaha. So when we contemplate on objects, which are not part of our duties. We are walking on this road, but we contemplate on something else. Then what happens? 
ध्यायतो विशांस पुंसा संगस तेशोपजायते वन डेवलप्स अटैचमेंट टू दोस ऑब्जेक्ट्स एंड व्हेन दिस अटैचमेंट ग्रोस फर्दर इट बिकम्स कामहा संगात संजायते काम इंटेंस वांट सी अटैचमेंट आल्सो इस इस स्लाइटली लोअर देन दिस काम वंस दैट अटैचमेंट गेट्स कन्वर्टेड इनटू काम देन इट इज लाइक आई वांट इट my life depends on it my my happiness depends on it it's it's it becomes very intense it's like a person who is uh, who is drowning he wants that air to breathe similarly a person who has got karma he feels for my survival i need this when they don't get it they become angry frustrated violent it's like a person let us say like addiction it is so person becomes violent cannot think straight so kamaha is a very uh, dangerous uh, negative tendency and when it comes it doesn't remain steady it makes the mind absolutely restless it churns the entire system and the person becomes restless and that itself is naraka that itself is hell and that karma doesn't remain it either you fulfill the karma or karma gets converted into krodha kamat sanjayate krodha ne so dhyayato vishayans pumsah sangasteshu pajayate sangat sanjayate kamah kamat krodho vijayate krodhat bhavati sammohah sammoha smriti vibhramah स्मृति भ्रमशात बुद्धिनाशः बुद्धिनाशात प्रणश्यति इज द लैडर ऑफ फॉल आवर गुरुदेव सेज सो काम इफ इट इज नॉट फुलफिल्ड देन द होल एनर्जी व्हिच हैज गिवन राइज टू दैट डिजायर गेट्स कन्वर्टेड इनटू फ्रस्ट्रेशन गेट्स कन्वर्टेड इनटू एंगर गेट्स कन्वर्टेड इनटू हेट्रेड इट बिकम्स वायलेंट इट गेट्स इट इट गेट्स कन्वर्टेड इनटू वायलेंस this karma when it is obstructed so karma itself becomes krodha krodha is the avatar of karma only and what if it is fulfilled that karma that energy gets converted into lobh greed i want more i want is karma and uh, i want more is greed and how i don't get it and i will try to get it somehow and all that is anger then who comes in front of me i will overcome all the obstacles so kama krodha lobha when it arises in our mind then that itself bhagwan says hell the beginning of hell means that person will not be able to experience peace see absence of peace is hell absence of joy is hell so kama krodha tatha lobah will arise i mean and that will nashatam atmanah that will destroy the self one will one becomes useless one becomes incapable of purushartha one becomes incapable of following the path of dharma and attaining that moksha totally becomes useless as long as this kama krodha lobha is there person is not ready for spirituality 
So Tasma, therefore Bhagwan says, you recognize this three and drop it. Tasmat etatrayam tyajet. See when we are doing satsang, now we know about it. So even when kama, krodha, lobha comes, this memory will remain. And with our strength of our willpower and strength of our understanding and strength of our other sadhana, we should be able to say no to it. It's like a, like taking a, like vaccine they take. Hmm. So when the virus tries to attack, then we can say no, not me. So it can go away then. So similarly this understanding, knowledge, uh, which we keep in our heart becomes uh, effective whenever one is attacked by this karma, krodha and lobha. But if the attack is more powerful, then we lose all our memory. Then we don't remember. Then the person doesn't, then everything is over, then that fellow remembers. He said, many sikhata lekin kuch kaam nahi aya. Mera jivan ko So like that, that fellow doesn't remember them. <laughs> so kama, krodha, tatha, lobha. See the six enemies are also mentioned. Kam, krodha, lobha, moha, madamatsa. But all of them are, they arise from kama only. And kama is because of ignorance. Kama is desire for what? Desire to gain pleasure, happiness, but not knowing that the source of real joy, peace and happiness is within me. It is not outside there in the world, but the real peace and real happiness is not there in any objects of this world. It is there within us. It is not peace and happiness is not an object. It is a state of being. So searching for peace and joy in object itself is like a, 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 a contradiction. It's a state of our being. It is not an object outside. If it was an object, we could have made it synthetic. Nowadays everything can be made synthetic. So synthetic peace and happiness we could have made and sold. We can sell some perfumes and all they have sometimes. Bliss happiness. So people buy them and still they don't feel that bliss and happiness. But somebody is feeling. Who is feeling? The one who sold it. <laughs> he says, both bikri ho gai. I am feeling very happy and peaceful. Hmm. So, kama krodha tatha lobha. It has to be seen at its root. Andar usse pakadna chahiye. In 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 uh, in Ramayana also we have this kama krodha lobha in the form of various rakshasas and all, and they have to be they were recognized and they were destroyed. So we have to recognize this kama. So one who has overcome kama, one who has overcome krodha and lobha, he he or she experiences heaven here itself in this world, becomes free of this naraka. So, tasmad etatrayam tejet. So, here Bhagwan is giving us this advice. Further, he says, 
ಆಚರಂತ್ಯಾತ್ಮನಶ್ರೇಯ ತಿ ಪರಂಗತಿ ಏತೈರ್ವಿಮುಕ್ತ ಕೌಂತೇಯ ತಮೋದ್ವಾರೈಸ್ತ್ರಿಭೇರ್ನರ ಆಚರತ್ಯಾತ್ಮನಶ್ರೇಯ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇಜ್ ದಟ್ ಏತೈ ವಿಮುಕ್ತ ವನ್ ಹೂ ಹೇ ಕೌಂತೇಯ ವನ್ ಹೂ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಫ್ರೀ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಥ್ರೀ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಥ್ರೀ ಏತೈ ವಿಮುಕ್ತ ಕೌಂತೇಯ ತಮೋದ್ವಾರೈ ಫ್ರೀ ಆಫ್ ವಾಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ತಮೋದ್ವಾರ ದಿಸ್ ಗೇಟ್ ವೇ ಟು ತಮಸ್ ಟು ಹೆಲ್ ತ್ರಿಭಿ ತ್ರಿಭಿ ತ್ರೀ ತ್ರೀ ಫೋಲ್ಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ದ್ವಾರ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಗೆಟ್ಸ್ ರೀಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಟ್ ನರ ಅಗೇನ್ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಟಾಕ್ಸ್ ಟು ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಹಿ ಸೇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಹ್ಯೂಮನ್ ಬೀಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ನರ ಹೂ ಗೆಟ್ಸ್ ರೀಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ will be able to walk the path of goodness and righteousness see first we have to clean our vessel and then we can fill it with something good there is a zen story is there that one person approaches uh, the teacher and he says uh, uh, please teach me so the teacher uh, tells him that uh, you bring a vessel so he thought that maybe this teacher must be filling my vessel with knowledge so he brought and then the vessel was not clean so teacher told him first you clean the vessel then i will fill it with this porridge or whatever and when he was told suddenly enlightenment happened some zen stories are like that only enlightenment happened like anything there so you suddenly realize that yes first we have to clean our vessel so first we have to clean our heart of this kama krodha and lobha if they are eliminated we are clean and once we drop them then we become fit to follow the path of spirituality acharati atmanah shreyah bhagwan says such person then acharati then follows the path of what of shreyaha of goodness of welfare of his own welfare and once one follows this path then what happens tato yati parangatim then he attains the supreme gati also the supreme state of enlightenment is attained by such person in bhajagovindam bhagwan gives the Uh, the simple ladder of rise about satsang he says you can begin the your journey through satsang satsangatve nissangatvam nissangatve nirmohatvam nirmohatve nischalatatvam and nischalatatve jeevan mukti so everything we can attain through satsang company of good company of that one who is higher than us in spirituality one who is higher 
than us in tranquility, in peace, in happiness, in wisdom, company of such beings, company interaction with such beings is called satsang. If those beings are not available in their physical form, then even their books, their words can be great company. Like we have the words of Bhagavan Shankaracharya or, or Bhagavan Shri Krishna. We can even now, we can read them. It is like being in their company only. If you want to be in Bhagavan Krishna's company, you read Bhagavad Gita. You can listen to Bhagavat. Then we are in his company. If we, if we listen to Bhagavat, we will be able to move around with him. Maybe steal some makhan and all. But if we read Bhagavad Gita, we can be with his mind, in his heart. We will be tuned to his mind. Not only to his body, but we will be tuned to his mind. Bhagavad Gita is Bhagavan's mind. Bhagavan's heart. Gita me rudayam partha. Bhagavan says Gita is my ruday. Many people avoid his heart and try to know about his other things. So, acharati atmanaha shreyaha. So, once this kama, krodha, loba is dropped, then our mind will become clear and we will be able to pursue the path of goodness. So, through satsang we will become more and more detached. Our all moha will go away and we will be able to recognize the truth the reality more clearly and once that is recognized one will gain that state of jivan mukti so acharati atmana shreyah tato yati param gatim thereafter the person attains supreme gati so this uh, is very important point now what is the meaning of uh, following the path of uh, goodness or welfare, how should we go about doing it? That also Bhagwan gives us guidance in the next verse. He says, Yasha Stravidhim Yasha Vartate Kama Karataha Nasa Siddhima Vapnoti Nasukham Naparangatim Yashastra Vidhimushrujya Vartate Kama Karataha when uh, we uh, when we are free of this karma krodha lobha and when we are ready to follow this path of goodness then what should we do we should take the help of the scriptures shastra even when we do satsang we gain the shastra on the knowledge of the scriptures shastra like this bhagavad gita bhagavad gita is considered as a shastra a science Science of spirituality, science of life. So it is a Shastra, it is a book of science, it's a science book.
it's not arts or commerce or music or something but it's a science and uh, science means which talks about one particular topic from all angles every question about it is answered so it's science of spirituality one who studies this everything about spirituality one will know therefore it's called brahma vidya and yoga shastra knowledge of brahma that's a supreme truth is revealed and yoga shastra the science of attaining it the science of the spiritual practice is also given in this uh, text so bhagwan first warns that if we neglect this shastra and try to do whatever comes to our mind that will not take us to our goal what is right and wrong we have to learn from the scriptures not from our own mind and because our mind will always tell us what we like and what we don't like it is the scriptures will tell us what what is right and what is wrong if we rely on our mind it will only tell us what i like it will be difficult to discriminate between what the mind is telling and what our understanding is conveying to us so generally the mind those who listen to their mind they are listening to their likes and dislikes and likes and dislikes at the initial stages are more powerful to us we like to do certain things because we like it but as we progress on our spiritual journey we will start doing things because they are right not because we like it sometimes we might not like it but because they it they are right it is about in every field even like food and all generally we eat what we like aapko kya pasand hai then that is made but what is the right type of food i should have that is difficult to uh, comprehend also and difficult to follow also but when we follow that then it is good for our health but just eating what we like might be because the our liking and our body might not be tuned to each other body will start uh, complaining and all but our likes will go on ye khana hai wo khana hai chatar patar namak ye so body will say re baba bas karo like will say nahi nahi aur bhi khana hai mujhe so the scriptures tell us what is the right thing what is my what are my duties what is my ultimate goal they make it more clear to us so bhagwan here warns us he says yah shastra vidhim uchrujya one who neglects one who throws away the vidhi the do's and don'ts which are given in the scriptures one who says no i will make my own rules of life i want to lead my life according to my rule i don't care for the scriptures and all so one who says like that and does kamakarataha followed by his own kamana uh, decided and uh, guided by his own lust and own desires and own likes and dislikes bhagwan says nasa siddhim avapnoti that person will not be able to attain the siddhi attain the uh, goal of life 
will not be able to attain the ultimate state of enlightenment. Chalo, I will not attain, but at least I will have happiness. He says, no, na sukham. You will not be happy also. Happiness doesn't come by doing what we like. Happiness comes through doing what is right. Temporary pleasure and excitement may be there in doing what we like. But ultimate happiness and peace is attained by doing what is right. So, nasa siddhim, siddhi also means uh, uh, capable to follow this path. So, if one doesn't follow the scriptures, one will not become capable to follow this path also. Adhikar also will not come. Hmm. So, purushartha yogyatam avapnoti. So, we will not be able to do, put forth effort in the right direction. And na sukham will not gain happiness. And na param gatim and the supreme goal also will not be reached if one doesn't follow the path of the scriptures. See, there are these two things are there. One is the path shown by the scriptures. And another is path shown by our own desires and controlled by our ego. Ahankar. See, ahankar is the Lord at present. Controlling our life, ego. And every, the mind is under the control of ego, the intellect is under the control of ego, the body is under control of ego. Ego is the boss at, in the initial stages. So if one doesn't follow the scriptures, then whom are you following? Your own ego. And ego will not lead us to the Supreme state of enlightenment because it is opposite. In supreme state of enlightenment, the ego has to be sacrificed. It will not sacrifice itself. So, the importance of taking something other than the ego as authority becomes important. Scriptures, teacher, God, dharma, when we take as authority, then the ego is uh, weakened. But if uh, we don't take scriptures or other things as authority, then ego becomes strong. Then ego cannot. It is like a, a robber is made the police. Uh, a thief is given the charge. Please No problem. I will take care of it. So the thief, chore number one, lutere number one, they are given the charge to form laws and all. Then the trouble is that it is not possible. It's a contradiction. It cannot be done like that. So if ego is given charge, ki you make a plan how to destroy this ego. You say, yes, achha, first class plan bana ke main deta hu aapko. <laughs> hmm. So it will not be possible. Therefore, it is necessary that one have, one develops faith in something higher than this ego. And that higher than ego is our scriptures and our teacher, masters and the devata and uh, the dharma is higher than the ego. Then, then if one develops intense uh, this uh, faith in that, 
then the person will be able to sacrifice the ego also. Will be able to destroy this ego. Otherwise, it's not possible. So, nasa siddhim avapnoti, na sukham, na param gatim. So, just by following your manmani, it's called manmani karma. Man ki manta hai, o monkey ho jata hai sir. Man ki ho jata hai. So, buddhimani we should do, shastramani we should do, gurumani we should do. Then it is good. Manmani karne se kaam ne chalega. So, nasa siddhim avapnoti, na sukham, na param gatim. See, one can do an experiment if you don't believe in this. Uh, I had done and I failed. And you can also try. You sit in a bucket and try to lift that bucket. You are sitting in the bucket and you want to leave the bucket, not possible. Somebody, you are already there, so you have to take help of somebody who is outside the bucket. Or we should step outside the bucket, then only we will be able to lift the bucket. So similarly that ego is sitting there and ego is trying to lift itself, it's not possible. We have to take help of someone or the ego should transcend then it is possible. So that is what Bhagavan says, the importance of scriptures. So when he says Shastra, it means Bhagavad Gita, Upanishads. Upanishads are also Vedanta Shastra. So take support of this Shastra and they will take us to our final destination. Just as in our world also there are these laws, but everyone cannot understand those laws. We need someone who has mastered those laws. So those lawyers and advocates and those people, they are able to interpret, understand those laws, make us understand. Otherwise, if you just bring the law book, you will not know. And they become so boring actually, those articles and this and the sub-article and this and that. You don't know what is. Hmm. So there must be someone who can guide. So this Shastra is like a law book and the teacher and the masters are those who understand and who can guide us to what it means really. Therefore, Bhagavan concludes this chapter by telling the importance of this Shastra. He says, Tasma Shastram Pramanante Karya Karya Vyavasthito Nyatva Shastra Vidhanoktam Karma Kartumi Harhasi Tasma Shastram Pramanante Karya Karya Vyavasthito Nyatva Shastra Vidhanoktam Karma Kartumi Harhasi Ah, tasmat. Tasmat is a very powerful word here Bhagavan uses. Tasmat means therefore. So after explaining the entire chapter, the whole thing about this Daiva and Asuri Sampati, finally Bhagavan tells us to give up 
the negativities like kaam krodh lobh but to help us to discriminate and understand this we have to take support of the scriptures the scriptures help us to recognize what are the good qualities what are the bad qualities they increase our sense of discrimination vivek so through satsang through study of the scriptures our vivek shakti increases bino satsanga vivekana hoi ram kripa bina sulabana soi so without satsang that vivek that capacity to understand what is right and wrong doesn't happen and without that happening we cannot progress further so tasmat shastram pramanam shastra is praman is authority is uh, is important uh, the scriptures are important for what karya akarya vyavasthito to exactly understand our what are our duties and what are not our duties karya and akarya see in order to understand our duties we have to comprehend the world from a very vast cosmic standpoint to understand our what type of action we should perform we should know our past our future our goals so many things we should know then only we will be able to understand exactly what we have to do it's like a, let us say somebody is lost he tries to come to your home but he gets lost in the on the way and then he calls you okay please tell me how to reach your place i am totally lost so what do you do what do you ask that person huh where are you where are you you where are you why you are asking ab rasta batao na where are you this what is this nonsense but no where are you that fellow is so lost that he doesn't know where he is also then we ask him please tell what what is there on your left right upar kya hai upar aasman hai chalo side mein kya hai what is to your right what is to your left so he gives some landmark then from that we know exactly where that fellow is if we know the whole place if we know the entire let us say city then that fellow is lost somewhere we can exactly pinpoint that that fellow is here then we can tell him that now you take this right and then you go straight then you take the u turn go there and then you come here this fellow will get confused he is here and why is thinking with u turn and all but i know that this is the way the road will turn and this will he will be able to reach so i will be able to give him direction if i have the birds eye view of the entire place and where exactly he is otherwise that fellow by himself without knowing all this will not know which direction to go similarly our life is not just about moving from one point to another point it's a vast scale our life is not one life it is made up of millions of other lives also we have lived many lifetimes and it is not that one person we are living we are interacting with many many other beings so one who knows this vast canvas and where exactly we are and how we have to move along with other people and all 
will be able to guide us properly and that is done in the scriptures because scriptures are uh, they talk from a cosmic standpoint they are not just uh, uh, do's and don'ts at a very empirical level they are from a cosmic standpoint kisi ki ghanti baj rahi hai hmm so from a cosmic level one has to comprehend it otherwise ghanti bajte rehti hai pata nahi chalta ne so that is uh, the scriptures actually they have a great uh, role to play we might not understand certain things which the scriptures tell us to do we might wonder okay what is the use why they are telling me do this but it helps in the long run it will help me so the scriptures have to be studied and you don't have to study all of them just if we take the help of this one scripture bhagavad gita also that is enough it is a universal scripture meant for all humanity the teaching which is given here is like a syllabus to all humanity unfortunately we have not recognized the importance of it the world has not recognized so if we follow understand this and follow it it will help us you know to gain the ultimate goal so tasma shastram pramanante karya karya vyavasthito so what is our karya and what is not our karya the scriptures will be able to guide us therefore the first thing is to study the scriptures and understand it nyatva to understand it comprehend it properly nyatva what shastra vidhanoktam the vidhana the do's and don'ts the guidance which are given in the scriptures you understand it and after having understood it karma kartum iha arhasi then you have to follow it you have to put it into action understand the scriptures and then just follow it and you will reach your destination properly just follow the path indicated in the scriptures and it's a broad understanding we should have and since it is meant for uh, for uh, for eternity so there are in a generalized way things are given here which we have to apply for our modern life also and follow it sincerely and reach our destination so nyatva shastra vidhanoktam karma kartum iha arhasi see the bhagavad gita has not changed for past so many years but uh, the interpretation the application has changed with time changing time the truth doesn't change but the application of truth changes with with changing time like the the concept the basic concept the basic law like for example electricity the basic law of electricity has not changed but the application of electricity has undergone tremendous change even if the scientist who discovered electricity if he has to come in modern times and uh, see the expression of electricity he will be totally shocked 
literally shocked. You will say, what is this? I never expected the electricity to behave. They have, they are using this electrical impulse for everything, even in medical science, even things are put in our body also, which has got electrical impulse and all those things, all those pacemakers and this and that, and they are put, you try to increase the volume of the television and here volume increase, sometimes it, I don't know what happens, but uh, the electrical things are there. It is used in medical science, in engineering, in in every field it is there. Similarly, the truth, the basic law, the basic principle has not changed. But the application changes. Therefore, we need the teachers to guide us, help us to understand the scriptures and then follow them sincerely. So, Nyatva Shastra Vidhanoktam Karma Kartum Iha Arhasi. One should follow this. Therefore, at the end of this uh, Bhagavad Gita, also in the 18th chapter, Bhagavan asked uh, Arjuna that, Have you understood what I have said? Have you understood what I, whatever I have taught you? So he said, yes, all my doubts have been cleared and I have understood. Then Bhagavan says this, we have to study and based on our understanding, we should follow it. After explaining the entire Bhagavad Gita, in the 18th chapter, 63rd verse, Bhagavan says that this knowledge I have revealed to you, the most secret, what you should do, Vimrushya etat asheshena, you contemplate on this completely, understand it. You can follow, you can catch hold of the book and perform your action. You have to understand it. And then you, then you follow it in life. It's like how to drive. Everything is there in book. You can't hold that book in front and start driving. That will lead to accident. So first we have to understand. And then we have to follow. And then he says, Yatha Ichasi Tatha Kuru. Then you do as per that understanding, as per your desire, then you do. Follow it sincerely. So that is what Bhagavan says here. If we should take help, support of the scriptures in understanding how to lead our life and follow them sincerely. Thus concludes this uh, chapter. We will chant the, the Sankalpa Vakya also. Om Tatsariti Srimad Bhagavad Gita Su Upanishadsu Brahma Vidyayam Yoga Shastre Shri Krishna Arjuna Samvade Daivasura Sampad Vibhaga Yogo Nama Shri 
ಷೋಡಶೋಧ್ಯ ಓಂ ತತ್ಸದ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಟ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಮ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಕಾಲ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಇಸ್ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟೆಡ್ ಎಸ್ ಓಂ ಇನ್ ಅವರ್ ಸ್ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಚರ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟೆಡ್ ಎಸ್ ತತ್ ತತ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಂಡಿಕೇಟೆಡ್ ಎಸ್ ದಟ್ ದಟ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಡಿಫ್ರೆಂಟ್ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ this different from all the changing phenomena is the changeless substratum and it is indicated as sat means a pure existence so om tat sat iti shrimad bhagavad gita su in this bhagavad gita upanishad su which is a upanishad the 18 chapters of bhagavad gita are 18 upanishads upanishads are the most ancient uh scriptures revealed knowledge shruti so these 18 chapters are also equal to upanishads upanishadsu brahma vidyayam in this brahma vidya the knowledge of brahma is revealed brahma is that supreme reality and yoga shastre uh, the science of yoga see bhagwan talks about karma yoga about bhakti about jnana about dhyana all this therefore he is also called yogeshwar krishna the lord of yoga shri krishna arjuna samvade in the form of a dialogue between bhagwan krishna and arjuna this is a most beautiful dialogue between the teacher and the student today is teachers day also so teacher and the students dialogue most ancient one to one one of one dialogue right in the middle of the mahabharata war was about to begin and they are having this dialogue just imagine the beautiful scenery aved vaisji has painted the whole bhagavad gita right in the middle of the war because uh, and this is also a subjective uh, scenery where the uh, pandavas are the daivi sampatti and the kauravas are the asuri sampatti asuras and devatas are there within us and the war is about to begin and we should take support of the of the lord supreme lord and strengthen because when the when these devatas this uh, this pandavas they surrender to bhagwan krishna they gain strength and with his help they could destroy all the negativities so our goodness should surrender to that lord of our heart and with his help we should destroy all the negativities so yoga shastra shri krishna arjuna samvade daivasura sampad vibhaga yogo nama the name of the chapter is daiva and asura sampad the qualities of the devatas and the asuras ಷೋಡಶೋಧ್ಯಾಯ ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ದಸ್ ಕನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡ್ಸ್ ಯರ್